Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Finally, the musical collaboration the world has been waiting for. Podcasting legend, platinum recording artist, and recognized chinchilla breeder Tim Henson and third-rate video game villain Waluigi are teaming up to sing the hits. Me Sing Now For You is a 14-track celebration of the world's most beloved songs, made fresh with Tim and Waluigi's unique vocal stylings. number that you'll ever do Two can be as bad as It's the loneliest number since the number Okay. Alright, Waluigi, that's enough. Just listen to Tim and Wah seamlessly glide from genre to genre, from classics to rock. So I took a big chance at the high school dance with a Missy with Ryan wasn't mean she was fooling cause I knew what she was doing and I know love was here to stay when she told me to this way this way this way this way this way this way the Christ this way just give me a kiss looking for some sensual music to enjoy with a lady friend Tim and Waluigi have you covered. One pair of candy lips and your bubblegum tongue. And if you love, we'll make it swim in a deep sea of blankets. Take all your big plans and break up. This is bound to be a while. Your body is a wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. So good. Your body is a Okay, that's enough. Tim and Waluigi's Me Sing Now For You. Available wherever music is sold. Seriously, where is music sold? Everybody, tongue tonight. Everybody, tongue tonight. Everybody, have fun tonight. Everybody. Hey, freaks, it's Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. Coming up on the program today, Santa Claus is offering up his hole to you good boys. Plus, more internet-themed bubblegum pop from the late 90s, and how a little girl helped Anita Handjob find her Benoit balls in the conference center. All this coming up today. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. I just want to say, how dare you? Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Have a great one for you today. I've got a few rogue pieces of Christmas-themed audio 
This stuff came in while we were off during our little break. First up, did you know Santa is on Cameo? My first thought was, uh, well, that's kind of cruel. Little kids having to fork over money just to get a personalized message from Santa Claus. Oh, it doesn't matter if you're a good boy or girl as long as you've got that cold, hard cash. Capitalism has gone too far. Let's try socialism, right? Santa Claus has turned me into a commie. That's how I was feeling initially. But then I realized, oh, this isn't a service for little good girls and boys to get a Santa shout out. These cameo messages are for very, very naughty adult men. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Have you been a good boy? Yes, Santa. I know you have. I feel like I didn't make fun of retarded people as much this year. So that's something. (laughs) Oh, you like that, Santa? You like when I poke fun at the (laughs) re-re's? Come on. Santa's got a surprise for you. Oh, surprise, surprise. Santa's not wearing anything under his robe. And you know how, like, uh, some Santa Clauses wear fat suits, you know, extra padding and stuff? No, no. This guy's all natural. That's his real belly. That's right. You want me, don't you, boy? Oh. Come on, Balto. You want Santa Claus. Balto paid for this for this message. Yeah. Either Santa has a naturally tiny dick or, you know, it's super cold up there in the North Pole. Come on, Balto. You want Santa Claus. Yeah. Don't you just take me. Do what you want. Fuck me. That's right. Oh. Fuck Santa's ass. (laughs) (laughs) He bent over and spread his cheeks. I don't think that this is really a cameo. Well, a real cameo. There may be some, like, adult cameo services out there. Maybe where that came from. Thank you, Santa Claus. Speaking of Christmas, our good buddy Mead Skelton was back for a Christmas-themed sermon. The video is entitled, What Are the 12 Days of Christmas? Let's find out. Let's talk about Christmas. Well, we still are in Christmas tide, believe it or not, even though according to the secular world, Christmas is long gone. You know, I'm working, working in retail at the Christmas tree shops, and even before Christmas Eve, uh, they had taken a lot of the Christmas stuff down, and we're putting up uh, St. Patrick's Day holiday. Yeah, it's like, do you know how retail works? I know you want Christmas to be this year-round Jesus celebration, but uh, after after the Christmas holiday, no one wants to buy Christmas shit anymore. So you st- you start preparing for the next big holiday, you know the, the stuff that people want to buy for that. So you have money coming into your business, so you can continue to pay the bill. Again, this is capitalism 101. Displays and 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 Valentine's Day, ooh, uh, uh, and and summertime. I'm a fucking retard. I call it Valentine's Day. I'm so that's like calling Christmas Christmas, right? Everyone knows there's no N in Christmas. How? Why is it so hard for people to get? It's not Valentine's Day. It's not a time. Yes, that's the way it works. I think that's the reason why people get so depressed this time of year, not just because they've lost loved ones and are missing family members, but also because... Because it's still so fucking impossible to find PlayStation 5s. That's why most people are depressed this time of year. Christ, Sony, ramp up production already. 
They feel so rushed, 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 and they miss the real meaning of Christmas. They're in the secular. In the secular world, Christmas starts the day after Thanksgiving, and by the 25th, we're done with it. And everyone says, where did Christmas go? Where did Christmas go? Well, it's still here, the real Christmas. So in the church, we... So he wants longer than a month to celebrate Christmas. Otherwise, it's rush, 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 which is a recurring theme in these mead videos. He just feels like everything's happening so fast. Life is whizzing past him. And it's like, maybe if you would talk a bit faster, hello, this is Mead Skelton. By comparison, yeah, everything else is super fast. Also, like, you've spent 14 years in college. Another reason why you know, it seems like everything else is whizzing past you. Meanwhile, if you listen to a Mead Skelton song, you know, his Yankee Doodle Dandy fucking music, a two-minute ditty of his feels like an eternity. Mead, just listen to your music if you want, if you want to slow time down. It's supposed to be called that Advent, which is the preparation time. No, not like preparation age. <laughs> it's the preparation oh, time. Oh, Mead, don't work, Blue. You're better than that. Time when we're getting ready for the beautiful miracle birth of Jesus and the gift of the world. So Christmas is actually about a miracle. That's why we celebrate it. It's to commem comm commemorate the miracle birth of Jesus. Yeah, Mead, we all know what Christmas is about. Y'all have a general idea of the reason for the season. I kind of thought his video was going to go into the song. Like, why on the 12 days of Christmas, what is the history behind all of the, the, the gifts in the song, right? Like, on the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids a milkin'. Like, that's a weird gift. The 12 days of Christmas is a list of gifts to a person that... To be honest, I don't know if they're going to appreciate everything. Like the five golden rings, that's nice. Even if you're not planning on wearing the rings, pawn that shit, right? But why is it so bird heavy? You're giving your true love a lot of fucking birds. Swans, geese, calling birds, hens, doves, partridges. Birds fucking shit all over the place. I just don't think they make good gifts. I'm sorry. Anyway, unfortunately, me doesn't go through the 12 days of Christmas. That 12 days of Christmas. You know, the, the, the song. He goes through the real 12 days of Christmas. Here is how little I know about that. I thought, like, the 12 days of Christmas ended with Christmas. Like, like the last day of Christmas was the birth of Christ. Big celebration, right? No, the first day of Christmas is the birth of Christ. Talk about blowing your wad. I mean... You'd think you'd want to save that for the big finale because, you know, you got the birth of Jesus and then the next day is Boxing Day or St. Stephen's Day. Y'all remember St. Stephen? No, that's what I thought. Jesus overshadows the whole rest of the, the, the 12 days celebrating St. Stephen and the Feast of the Holy Innocents and Pope Sylvester and all that shit, right? Mary, you know, the woman who actually gave birth to Christ kind of gets the shaft here. She's finally celebrated on the eighth day of Christmas. Anyway, I know you guys probably don't want to hear Mead's analysis of this all, but let's just play a little more. 
So the first day of Christmas is the big day. That's Jesus' birthday. We know that. Uh, the second day of Christmas is St. Stephen's Day. You know the song? Good King Winchless first looked out on the feast of Stephen. You know that one? Well, that is uh, Good King Winchless first, uh, based on the feast of Stephen, of course. Uh, day three is St. John the Apostle. He was one of Jesus' disciples and friends. Day four is the, holy fe- the Feast of the Holy Innocents when people remember the baby boys which King Herod killed when he was trying to find and kill the baby Jesus. That's the other thing. Most of the 12 days of Christmas, kind of depressing. It's all about like murdered babies and uh, you know other people that were killed for like challenging king's authorities and stuff like, like St. Thomas Becket. He was the archbishop of some place and was killed by challenging the king's authority over the church. You know, it just goes on and on. The final day of Christmas is January 5th. That is, of course, when we honor St. John Newman, who was the first bishop in American. What does that mean? He lived in the 19th century. And I'm sure he, too, was murdered in a horrific way. All right, so there you go. That's the 12 days of Christmas. Thank you, Mead. You are as useless as always. I guess most murders are pretty horrific. Very rarely do you hear about a a gentle and loving murder happening. Hey, I got to say thanks to DV listener Tim T in the Discord. Tim T mentioned that uh, he loved the Britney Cleary song that we featured not too long ago. Remember the that uh, like late 90s, early 2000s song about instant messaging on the internet called I Am Me? It's truly awful. And then I remembered that uh, Britney Spears had that song called Email Me Your Heart. I just love the idea of early internet love songs by pop princesses. So does Tim, apparently, because he provided a list of a few more. I've never heard these songs before. Uh, The first I have to share with you is by UK artist Lolly. She came out with an album in 1999 titled My First Album. She's not particularly creative. This song is uh, just titled Internet Love. This is the new theme song to Distorted View Daily. I'll have you know. really gets the internet. That's Lolly with Internet Love. Next. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this name is so stupid. I don't know why. Uh, it just struck me as funny. Um, next up from their 2001 album Toy Ride, here is the band Toy Box with their song www dot girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 
already repeating the same shit. It's the same line. Repeat it again. Okay. This is totally just Barbie Girl, right? This is an Aqua song. I think Tim mentions that too in, in his comments. It says, Toy Box, www.girl. The band was a cheap knockoff of Aqua. Yeah. And all their songs are euphemism, uh, euphemisms for fucking. You get the idea. That's uh, www.girl or World Wide Web Girl. The last one I'm going to share with you, uh, courtesy of Tim, is Lynn, Are You Online? This song was apparently preloaded onto a bunch of Samsung phones back in 2005. What's worse than a pop song about the early internet? One that comes free and preloaded on a flip phone. Singers of all of the songs that I featured today sound exactly the same. They're interchangeable. You know what? I'm going to fast forward a bit. I'm going to take my chances here. I want to see how this song progresses. Yes, the question is, um, are you online? online? This bitch sounds like every Dish Network salesperson I've ever encountered at like a Costco. Remember when they would just sort of like be hanging around and you'd be shopping at Costco and all of a sudden you'd hear a voice, sir, sir, who's your television provider? How much are you paying for cable? That's going to be the next hit song from Lolly. Are you online? Hey, are you online? We got a great deal. We got great specials over at Spectrum. I wish that you would get here. Guys keep sending me their dicks. I don't want to see them. Now there's a song title that'll resonate with women who are online in 2020. Unwanted dick pics. That'd be like a sad country song. Real twangy. All right, well, there you go. Just a few late 90s, early 2000s internet-themed love songs. Also posted in the Discord was this couple's ball-busting video. Sorry, I don't have the name of the person who submitted this in front of me. All right, we are at the humiliation zone. Get in the zone. The humiliation zone. Yes, the, the humiliation zone. I'm sorry. As you can see, I have my slaves here. And your girlfriend, Tyrone, is being so obedient now. She was talking shit. Yeah, this is um, unique because usually in these ball-busting videos, it's the mistress, and then, you know, she's doing the ball-busting on a guy. But uh, there's a woman here as well, and she sort of 
slaps her tits around a bit. But proud to Princess Kay. Proud. She's so ready, aren't you, you little niglet? Yes, right. Well, now we don't have to be racist about this. Wasn't expecting that. You are going to get the time of your life tonight. And you know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow because you've done this before. But you're ready, right? Your BBC is ready. Yes, Princess. Right? So you're going to take off your shoes and I'm going to kick you in the fucking balls. Right, Tyrone? Yes. yes. Unzip that shit. Take it off. Don't be a fucking elementary schooler who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. God, it's like, I forget that I'm working with two year olds. So, why don't you stand up? I'm gonna make you not fucking have babies anymore. Real little fucking nickel ass. Um, I would never let you fuck me anyways, so it doesn't matter. I don't know who the fuck you would fuck. You think she knows that Niglet is pretty much the n-word so i guess she she would have to know that right um how about i just bust your balls and we'll see where we go from there but you know exactly how i'm gonna do this right right so let's do a little practice so i'm not a pro but i know that i need to kick this way right tyrone to puncture this He's grabbing his balls to illustrate, and apparently that does not feel good. This does not mean uh, shit uh, to me, yes, nor does my feet, right? Yes, Francesca. So, are you ready? Yes, Francesca. Oh! <laughs> Get out! It sounds like he's doing the honk. The honk, of course, is that method uh, for children to let adults know something bad is happening to them. Oh. Don't be a little bitch. Oh! Oh! Oh my God! Come sorry. on! Don't be I'm a sorry. pussy! I'm sorry, Princess Kay. Come on! Oh, I'm so sorry. Ouch! Oh! oh. And he's down. Oh! Harold, oh. come on! Oh. I'm done with you. I'm ready for girlfriend. Ready? Get the fuck out of here! Sorry. Come on, Shaniqua, the video, this woman is Indian, not not black. Open your legs. Open your legs. Hands behind your head. I'm oh, she's going to do some cunt punting. I'm going to make it so you don't fucking feel shit anymore. I hope I get my foot stuck in your twat. Nothing to me. Just like his ball sack. It makes little niglets, which I don't fucking like. We don't want that shit traveling the world. We don't want that shit even in Africa. Guys, is this still racist considering the black people are paying this woman to say these mean things to them? So fuck that shit. I'm gonna kick you right where it fucking hurts. <sighs> Open! <sighs> Open! <sighs> and down. she's down. Kiss my feet. Kiss right where her fucking, fucking labia was. Lick that shit. <laughs> Exactly. See, you like that. That's the only way that you... I love that you can hear the woman still crying from her pussy pain. will fucking touch her as if you lick it off of my fucking feet. Let me just fast forward to uh, when the guy gets back up for some more ball busting. Right, Tyrone? Yes, Tyrone! Yes, Tyrone! Hands down your head. Sorry. Hands down your fucking head. Sorry, sorry. Oh! Oh! I'm just gonna keep fucking doing it until you learn. You know what? Left foot. I'm gonna fucking see if I can square up right now. She's like holding on to him for stability now. She's really 
going to kick his balls hard. Okay, that's enough out of you. He's down for the count anyway. <laughs> Again, racism is okay if the black people are paying for it. That is the rule. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Let's end 2020 right by being a true and honorable freak over there on the Sideshow DV's member site, superfreaksideshow.com. Last couple days for the holiday deals. When you sign up, you get full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, well over 3,000 shows. Plus, every week we do new exclusive programs just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. And tomorrow we're going to end the week a bit early because, uh, you know, Friday is New Year's. So uh, tomorrow's going to be the last show of the week. And it is also Sideshow exclusive. You want to hear it? You got to sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Also, don't forget the Sideshow uh, feed works with uh, a lot of podcast apps, both for the iPhone and Android. So you can um, plug your username and password and uh, use the uh, Sideshow RSS feed and grab all of the exclusive shows and the free programs, plus all the archives. We have uh, yearly RSS archives, um, so you can listen to all the past shows in your podcast apps as well. Check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. Sign up right now. Other ways to support the program got a patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view you can pledge as little as a dollar over there that really helps out as well and of course the dv store is still open for a little bit longer chock full of merchandise i usually shut that shit down shortly after the holidays so uh, if you'd like some dv merchandise grab it now while you still can store.distortedview.com just a few ways you could blow your hard-earned money on me much appreciated three very quick stories now first up you all remember Ken Jennings, right? He's that guy that won a boatload of money on Jeopardy. He's like the smartest guy in the world or something. Now that Alex Trebek is dead, Ken Jennings is stepping in. He's going to be like the interim host of Jeopardy, which is really, I think, just a tryout for Ken Jennings. He, you know, if he does well and he's in a total fuck up, he'll probably be named the permanent host. But before he can be offered that gig, he's got to do some apologizing, I feel. And that's really where this first news story comes from. Jeopardy champ Ken Jennings has taken to Twitter to apologize for previous insensitive content that he shared to the platform. By the way, it wasn't like someone called him out recently on this shit. And he's like doing that thing where, oh, God, I've been found out. I have to apologize he just went on Twitter and said, look, uh, I should probably tell you guys, yes, I have all these horrible tweets. Um, I never deleted them. Doesn't mean I stand by them. Blah, 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 blah. They're just dumb jokes, right? Now, think about when uh, celebrities get caught, right? When old tweets resurface and they're like, oh, my God, Tom Hanks is racist. And then Tom Hanks has to get on Twitter and be like, I apologize. This is not how I feel. And then, you know, people on Twitter are like, the only reason you're apologizing is because you've been called out. Not forgiven. Tom Hanks has never been accused of saying anything racist, by the way. But yeah, those apologies aren't good. They're not genuine, you know. But here's uh, Ken Jenning, who uh, no one really gives a shit about. Out of nowhere, he's like, hey, by the way, just to let you know, you know, I've had these tweets, blah, 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 blah. Still not good enough. Twitter responds with, 
Oh, so this is a preemptive apology. Okay, not forgiven. Like, you you can't win on Twitter. Never apologize on Twitter. It's not worth it. Anyway, uh, so yes, in a thread posted Wednesday afternoon, Jennings, 46, wrote a mea culpa for past jokes he tweeted. (laughs) They list some of the jokes here. And it's just like, wow, this is stuff that I think I've tweeted too. That might be a DB listener. I just wanted to own up to the fact that over the years on Twitter, I've definitely tweeted some unartful and insensitive things. Sometimes they work as jokes in my head, and I was dismayed to see how they read on the screen. In the past, I'd usually leave bad tweets up just so they could be dunked on. At least that way they could lead to smart replies and even advocacy. (laughs) Okay, yeah. My my racist jokes could lead to advocacy. All right, uh, deleting them felt like whitewashing a mistake, but I think the practice may have given the impression that I stand by every failed joke. Uh, not at all. All right. So what are some of the jokes? Well, in 2014, he wrote a tweet that reads nothing sadder than a hot person in a wheelchair. See, I think that's funny and true. Life is cruel that way. Sometimes, by the way, he already apologized for that joke back in 2018 too. That's the other thing. Once you apologize on Twitter, you got to keep apologizing. Especially if you don't delete the tweets, because then every few years it's going to resurface. Someone new is going to find this tweet, not read that, you know, he has already apologized for it. It's a vicious cycle. I mean, tweets should just automatically be deleted after a year or two. Or there should just be a statute of limitations. Oh, you said it's something insensitive about trannies back in 2005. Well, everyone was making fun of trannies in 2005. Not necessarily right, but, you know, that's how the world worked back then. All right, uh, so here's another joke. In 2015, (laughs) this guy is awesome, by the way. I really think he would enjoy this podcast. In 2015, he joked about a Star Wars fan who had terminal cancer. This is going to be a a tough joke to navigate successfully. Um, (laughs) Like the skill level required to not immediately have an angry mob after you. Very high. That that bar is is very high. All right. So, uh, yes, here's the joke. So... (laughs) He was making fun of a Star Wars fan who had terminal cancer who went to see the franchise entry uh, The Force Awakens before he died. And he tweeted, It can't be a good sign that every fan who has seen the new Star Wars movie died shortly thereafter. Okay. Next week, Jennings will start as a fill-in for Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, who died of pancreatic cancer at age 80 in November. Sometimes I said dumb things in a dumb way, and I want to apologize to people who were rightfully offended. It wasn't my intention to hurt anyone, but that doesn't matter. Do you think Twitter forgave him? Well, I already told you they didn't. Oh, the preemptive apology for old tweets before getting the Jeopardy gig. Smart. Another person asked, is this step one of formally accepting the Jeopardy gig? Neither Jennings, who was crowned the greatest of all time player on Jeopardy earlier this year, nor any other celeb has been confirmed as a uh, permanent replacement for Trebek. However, a number of names have been floated as possibilities, including ABC anchor George Stephanopoulos, who earlier this year said the job would be fun. Maybe Ken Jennings won't be the permanent host. You know, Ken Jennings is on some game show network uh, game. Masterminds. I know this because uh, the other night I couldn't sleep. It was back when I was like feeling sick and I was up to like 4.30 in the morning watching reruns of not just like game shows, but game show network shows like the low budget where you only win like five thousand dollars that's the top prize one of the games i was watching and i was enthralled it was called emojinius and it's basically just deciphering emojis 
like, what's this movie title? And it'll be like a happy face and a knife and a shower curtain. And you're like, oh, psycho. Or, you know, something like that. Dumbest fucking shit. That's what that's what's on at 430 in the morning. That and infomercials for pans, red copper, blue titanium. If you want to sell a successful pan, all you got to do is combine a color with a metal. That's how you market that shit. Brown zinc, yellow nickel, pink magnesium skillet. You know, it's just easy. Second story we have for you today. A mother is pissed off at a toy shop after her daughter's new coloring book contained a list of sex positions and kinky names. Your little princess is all grown up now. Sionin Garland, 33, was horrified when her child opened the sketch pad to find dozens of words for sex and X-rated toys. Her daughter, Chloe, had received the $7 stationery set containing two notepads and pens from her best friend for Christmas. Listed a number of crudely named characters, including Harry Ballsack and Hugh G. Showers. What does that mean? That's not a dirty name. Hugh G. Showers, as well as Goldie Showers. Okay. It also had a uh, choice of sex toys, like handcuffs and a rabbit vibrator and a list of positions. The coloring book had been bought as a Christmas present from toy shop The Entertainer in Cardiff, Wales by a family friend. The product has since been removed from the shelves as shop bosses investigate. I'm looking at the cover of this coloring book and it really, it looks innocent. It looks like there's a mermaid, a little cartoon figure of a, of a, a mermaid. Mermaid's not even holding like a butt plug or something in her little fins. No indication that this is going to be naughty. The mother says it's absolutely shocking and totally inappropriate. The page is stuck in the book, just like all the other pages, and it consists of a list of sex positions, sex toys, sexual sort of names, and places to have sex. The coloring book and stationery is aimed at under eight-year-old children, so you don't expect to see such sexually explicit material in there. The book was in a plastic outer package that we had to cut off, and the game sheet was attached to the inside front cover. The way it's attached means that it must have been done at the time it was printed because it looks as though it had been professionally bound, not just stuck in there randomly. And like none of the other things, like the markers and the other the, the stationery set, none of that was dirty. I mean, I'm guessing it's an error, obviously, like the same printing company that uh, prints this children's book or whatever probably printed a, an adult version. And then, you know, pages just sort of got mixed up there. Uh, the mother also has two sons, Cohen and Cyan, for she added, I'm only grateful that she opened the present down here in front of all of us and she didn't realize exactly what she was looking at. But it's not really on us to put this sort of material in with something that is aimed at very young children. Chloe is at the age now where she can read and she's starting to ask questions. What's a rim job, mommy? I couldn't make sense of it at first because it was so out of place. That sheet, which lists all the, the naughty words or whatever, is part of a, a game. Oh, <laughs> fun. Adult-only board game Sex and Intrigue invites players to spend the night at the Notel Hotel. They have to sort of figure out which guests are having sex. It's like Clue, but for fucking instead of murder. Players must win the game by answering questions about what position the characters are in, where in the hotel they're fucking, and which sex toy they're using. It really is like Clue. A spokeswoman at The Entertainer said, We're investigating the alleged issue with this product, and as a precautionary measure, we've removed it from sale. 
I have a, uh, a screenshot here of the page. So here are the guests in the Notel Hotel. Harry Balzac, Oliver Closeoff. That's a good name, Oliver. Oliver Closeoff. I'm a coming. <laughs> Moira Dix. Anita Handjob. She's Indian. J-A-A-B. H-A-N-J-A-A-B. <laughs> Anita Handjob. Jack Hoff. Justin Me Bum. Anna Love. Tiny, tiny dick. Tiny dick. <laughs> Lotta Uzenvag. <laughs> Goldie Showers uh, and Hugh G. Shaft. The positions these uh, guests could possibly be in include 69, anal sex, cowgirl, doggy style, kneeling head, missionary, oral sex, seesaw, and standing behind. And the sex toys listed are anal beads, Benoit balls, blindfold, butt plug, dildo, double dong, furry plug, handcuffs, massager, paddle, and rabbit vibrator. I bet you it was Tiny Dick and Lotta Uzenvag having anal sex with the double dong in the hotel lobby. That sounds like a, a more fun version of Clue. All right, final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I hold my flower now. It's almost fucked up state. Right. You can hear me now. Florida is almost fucked up state. Praise be to the Lord. Thank you, fat lady Corey. A Winter Haven man is facing several charges after deputies say he pretended to be a law enforcement officer, pulled a knife, and then sexually battered someone he met on a dating website. The Holy Trinity. I gotta be honest with you. I've been doing this show now for 16 years. I I don't really know the difference between sexual battery, sexual assault, and rape. I think sexual battery means just like you're fucking some guy up the ass with like an inanimate object. Like you, you've taken a baseball bat and you cram, cram that up his hole. Sexual assault and rape is when you when you're actually, when your body parts are doing something to the person. As for the difference between assault and rape, maybe rape is if it's just like dick and pussy or dick and ass. Everything else is assault. I don't know. I guess I could look it up. I do have Google at my disposal. I know how to use the internet. I'm online. I'm a millennial www.girl. Just looking for a hotboy.com. Please, no confessions involving children. Well, I didn't mean an actual boy. All right, I'm sorry. A Winter Haven man is facing several charges after deputies say he pretended to be a law enforcement officer, pulled a knife, and sexually battered someone he met on a dating website. The Polk County Sheriff's Office arrested 37-year-old Thomas Lee Simmons on Tuesday. He was charged with armed sexual battery, armed robbery, grand theft, dealing in stolen property, and false information to a law enforcement officer. His arrest stemmed from an incident that happened at the Stay Plus Inn. That kind of sounds like an hourly motel. According to the sheriff's office, the victim said he had been speaking with Simmons on a dating website and arranged to meet him at the hotel. A hotel. When Simmons came into the room, deputies said he pulled out a fixed blade knife from a sheath attached to his belt. Pretty standard for a grinder hookup, right? Uh, and then told the victim to strip naked. Oh, so like this is part of it for you. Okay. According to an arrest affidavit, Simmons told the victim he was with the narcotics unit 
and had other officers outside the room. He also pretended to talk to the others on a radio while he was in the room. Sheriff's office said Simmons then took his own clothes off and sexually battered the victim. I'm guessing at this point, the victim kind of figured out that uh, he wasn't a real cop. I mean, of course, cops can sexually abuse and rape people, but like the whole team is kind of listening in. They're just, they're outside the room waiting. You know, it's fishy. You know, if I was the victim at this point, I'd be like, something's not adding up here. I don't think there are other officers outside the room. And that radio you're talking into is just a hairbrush. Are you sure you're a police officer? All right. The sheriff's office said Simmons then took his own clothes off and sexually battered the victim. Oh, he took his clothes off. So sexual battery might not be what I'm thinking. I don't think you take your clothes off just to shove a dust buster up some guy's pooper. You know, he, he wanted to do stuff. Well, he wanted to get off, right? Well, I'm going to have to look this up. All right. So Simmons took his own clothes off and sexually battered the victim. He then told the victim he had agents going to the victim's sister's house to get her as well. Simmons is then accused of robbing the victim of his driver's license, passport, an iPhone, an Apple Watch, AirPods, while he is all in the Apple ecosystem. They do work rather well together. Uh, he also stole three pairs of Air Jordan shoes. Why would this guy at the hotel have, like, bring three pairs of Air Jordans with him for a hookup? That's so weird. The sheriff's office said Simmons was eventually found at his girlfriend's Winter Haven home. Yikes, bad day for her. She probably didn't know any of this was going on. I wonder if police broke the news to her. This guy was getting some side boy pussy. While searching the home in Simmons' truck, detectives said they found the items that were taken from the victim, as well as a knife matching a description given by the victim. According to the sheriff's office, Simmons initially gave a fake name during an interview with detectives, but later provided his true identity. Detectives said he admitted to meeting someone for sex in Haines City, and admitted to taking the victim's items without permission. Simmons is being held in the Polk County Jail on no bond until a first appearance hearing is scheduled for uh, Wednesday afternoon. According to the sheriff's office, he has a criminal history that includes charges of uh, theft and possession of drug paraphernalia, as well as an assault in North Carolina. Sheriff Grady Judd said in a statement, this was the act of a violent criminal with a criminal history, and the outcome could have been much worse. Sheriff Judd urged everyone who uses online dating services to be cautious. Meet with strangers in a public place. I don't think this sheriff understands how hookups work. He said another safeguard is to tell a trusted loved one when you're going and set up a time to check in with that person just in case. Right? Some dating tips for you. Although it's hard for people to think clearly when they're in love, especially when they find love on the internet. One might call that internet love. your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and then we will get the hell out of here. She actually sang that. That line was my virtual rocket can go any place. <laughs> oh, lolly, you stupid bitch. All right. Uh, love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yada, yada, yada. Got a patron calling in. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, hey, Timmy Boo. It's Great Big Pete. 
just calling because I'm listening to the recent episode you had about Satanism. And, yes. well, it wasn't the whole episode that was about Satanism. Talking about yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program. We brought up Satanism a few times. But I, I think I can weigh in here with a degree of uh, officiality or whatever Authority. you want to call it. Right. And it goes like this. The Satanic Temple is a group that, you know, actually, you know, believes in, in quote, Satan in the sense of, you know, as being a rebel and, you know, being against the cause uh, of, you know, the normal system, you know, the normal system. And, you know, they've, they've taken their uh, their plight, you know, politically, like you read about today. Uh, they also, you know, tried to get statues of the Baphomet yes. put on the state legislature lawn in georgia cool. i think it was yeah anyways all this said is that they're they're quite political uh group when you when you think of it and they're quite out there whereas the church of satan founded in 1966 is it oh, i get the two confused then satanic temple and the church of satan it's, they're different groups a separate organization okay. the two are completely discrete entities in fact they have a feud going on on twitter right now <laughs> really and as a member of the latter the church of satan i can tell you that um all hail cock you know their values are pretty similar to be honest however what i would say is that why they hate each other so much? Because they're so similar? Is that uh, the, where they differ is that the Satanic Temple tends to do things more uh, politically and more out there, whereas, you know, an actual Satanist is just sort of like, no, you know, whatever. Wouldn't tell you if you didn't want to didn't want to know and if you didn't ask. And I mean, I know like you... If I was going to join one group, I, it would be the Church, uh, church of Satan, I think. But I just felt I had to clear that up. They don't even really believe in Satan. A lot of times people, you know, muddy the waters there. Yeah. Not like they're worshiping Satan. Uh, by confusing the two groups. Not a big deal, but just thought I'd, uh, you know, share that with you. I guess I should have got Haley's comment to call in for me. Oh, you did a good job. You did a good Haley's comment impression there. Well, thank you very much for the information about uh, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple. Hey, Timmy Boom. Uh, you're talking about on the podcast, you want buttholes be able to, like, self-salivate or self-lubricate. <laughs> it's so funny listening to these voicemails, because I'm so far behind. Like, this one's from October. I can't believe some of the dumb shit I say on this show. What? I want buttholes to salivate? Um, that's... I think I remember that. What's happened to people? It's called anal leakage, and it's a sign of incontinence. No, no. What did I, I know when I talked about this, I specifically said I am not talking about shit. Usually when that happens, you need to start wearing a fucking diaper. So what you're saying is... No, I am not saying that. I am not saying that. I'm saying that there's a difference. Shut up. You're just trying to get me riled up. You don't listen to what I'm saying or what I mean. I don't even know really what the hell I mean. I want buttholes to salivate. I guess I just want them... I, I, why do I want him? Why do you... Tim, it's a little trash here. The date is October 27th, 4.56 p.m., and I'm currently at work. Now, what does that have to do with why I'm calling? Not much. I'm calling early to say Merry Christmas. Oh, you are so close. Just a few days off. I figure this should get you either right during or right after the holiday seasons. Hey, not bad. You guys are getting pretty good guessing when um, I'm going to get to your calls. Hey, faggot. That's all. 
Thank you very much for that. Uh, that is all the time. Good, uh, good a place as any to end the show. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-O-God-Is-It-O-God. Fuck Santa's ass. Spread the distortion. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. And remember, tomorrow's show is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to catch it, you got to be Sideshow members. It's a great time to sign up. Take advantage of those holiday deals while you still can. Otherwise, I will see you back, oh my God, in 2021. Thank Christ this year's over with. Have a great Happy New Year. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.